Time for Loud Pipes, the podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive diversions. Recording from RDub Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, or wherever sufficient bandwidth can be located. Here's Rich Warfield and Rico Hogan. Don't forget John. Loud Pipes episode 53. We've got a pretty big update to the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge. And maybe we'll kick around a couple of news stories. So Rico still, as we mentioned last episode, he's still settling settling into his new digs. And he may call in tonight. Uh, it's not 100%, but if he can break free from what he's got going on, he may call in. After he stops playing farmer? That's right. Yeah, and cleaning up. So... Carrying the torch for the co-host and kicking butt with the miles in the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge, RTD, Mr. John Maracol. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm having a rough day, but I'm hanging in there. <laughs> Had to give you that big warm-up, and, and congrats for uh, hanging out with the Motorcycle Men. That was an, a good episode. I just finished it last night. Yeah, I want to give thanks back out to those guys for letting me come on, sneak a little glory with them for an episode, and... If everybody didn't check it out, check out, I think it's season two, episode 32, if I'm correct. Something like that. But it's their 49th episode, so I think we're going to crash their party next week for 50. Well, I, they're talking about they're not going to do it for next week. I think they're saying they're going to do it in a couple of weeks. Oh, two weeks out. Okay. Yeah, but the uh, problem is is the um, they got the Human Wheels has a show. And I'm sorry, episode 33. 33. Okay. We'll put a link in the show notes, as usual. Yep, and thanks again to those guys for letting me come out there. It was, it was a good time and spreading some spider love. <laughs> I, I still think if if either either of them, Chris or Tim, threw a leg over the spider, I think they'd come back with a smile. I mean, oh, yeah. whether oh, it's yeah. their thing or not, you know, to own, but I think they'd still smile after they rode it, especially the F3, because it's just like a cruiser. Yeah, yeah, and and the new engine, I think, is just freaking unbelievable. Yeah, I did. I mean, I rode the F3... Uh, what was it, a year ago now? Yeah, in March, and I I thought it was a blast to ride. It just it just wasn't my cup of tea. That's all. Yeah, and then the other thing, just to kind of quickly throw back to Daytona model, has a uh, a mode that can change it out to kind of take the sport mode, kind of a different mode, as you saw. Yeah, a few months ago that they did that. Well, and the way the way you described the whole thing to me, it's it's very safety focused. So you you can't hardly oh, yeah. slip a wheel with that thing. Oh yeah, I've I I think the one day and I haven't said this before, I was leaving out of the house and I was kind of just rocking the bike back and forth and I think something came I saw something come on a dash of some light light up. <laughs> it's like hey hey settle down. Yeah yeah. John and I like I said we're holding down the fort while Rico gets settled and we'll get back to our normal shows here uh, before long. And John and I also said we were going to try and post a show weekly. So I guess this is our is this our second weekly, John of the challenge yeah yeah I, I would say that it might be the third might be the third okay yeah third weekly but second for the challenge and the main yeah. goal of of getting together weekly was kind of just do an update on motorcycle podcasters challenge which we've talked about before you know sort of our rides where the points are shaking out um who's kicking butt throttled and uh <laughs> yes yes oh my god throttled and what we're gonna try and do to keep to keep up yeah, it's, it's it's been a tough challenge, and kudos to them for, you know, 
getting out there and riding as much as they are. You know, Kevin has been really just, I've been trying to keep up with him, but my God. He's been steady. Yeah. Well, the, the main, the main goal of the challenge is to get you to ride every day. And he has been doing that. So wow. the points have just been rolling in. Needless to say, both of us have been riding ne- both every day. Unfortunately, he's been getting a few extra miles into me. Yeah. And I had some trouble this week, which we're going to get to in a minute, but it's, it's been fun so far. Overall, it, it's still been fun. It's still a win. So, so, so before we go on, Rich, I got to ask you a question. Okay. You got some OMB tonight? No, unfortunately, I don't have, don't have a beer tonight. No beer tonight. <laughs> you want to, you want to get into why now or you want to save it? Well, whatever you want to do, man. Well, I'll, I'll give you the, I'll give you the teaser and we can talk about it more. I, um, I think I got overheated today out on the bike. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've, I, I kind of sensed it was coming. And when I got up this morning, I thought I was, was pretty dry. You know, I, I have a little tell that I can usually pick up when I'm, when I'm sort of not dehydrated, but when I'm definitely dry. And this was as I was about to go ride. And I was like, Oh, I, I can feel it. Like I'm dry. So, you know, I drank 16 ounces, which, probably did nothing and then i did about i don't know 15 or 16 miles in the heat but the worst thing was that there was an event we went to for our kids for school and it was partially outdoors and now i'm in my riding pants i'm in a heavy t-shirt and i'm just boiling yeah and i was drinking constantly but i think it was too late i was already dry to start with like i was probably partially dehydrated before i even left the house can you get a advice What's that? Camel pack. No, no. I, I, I needed to be hydrated before I left because... You could have sat there and while you're riding, you could have been sucking water all the time. Yeah. Well, just, yeah, just, so... Just something to think about. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. And like I said, I just... As the day got on, I just felt a little worse each... Kind of each passing 30 minutes. And even though I was eating and hydrating, it just... It didn't help. And then... I don't know what it was, what caused me to stop, but I looked at my watch, my Apple watch. Okay. And the heart rate monitor said I was at about 150 something. Ooh. So I figured, hmm, that's not good. It's like, <laughs> the only time I've seen that in the past is when I'm in like AFib or something. Oh. So I figured, yeah, and no, there was no irregular heartbeat or anything. So I, it wasn't that. I just, I think it was probably pretty heavy dehydration setting in and you know the heart was trying to compensate and cool you know yeah yeah Push well blood around. i mean i want you to get your miles in but i also don't want you to still be on the side of the ground so you know yep keep tear yourself i mean that's the kind of the kicker is uh you know i did go out this morning i did whip off 150 miles today um i was going to go over and meet matthew williams but he had kid duty so we didn't exactly tag up but i went that way and uh you know, I was, it was pretty warm out there. And then coming back, I, you know, going over that side of town, you know, it wasn't bad. Wasn't a lot of people out where I got, but coming back, I kind of came back through some towns, small towns, developing areas I haven't been, some of the areas I haven't been to in quite a few years. So I didn't really know what to expect. So it was kind of a new scenery for me to see. And it was just traffic upon traffic. And I'm just like, and then I, more I got closer to home, I started making some, <laughs> I think, mental mistakes. I wasn't exactly yep. paying attention. I was like, time to go home. 
Yeah, and it, the, I've had I've had this before, you know, where I've been out on the bike, and I've had it happen a couple times just mentally, like, hey, I'm I'm not here, I need to go put the bike away, but kind of the the final deciding factor that sent me back to the house was I was on Rico's Roadmaster. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not a hundred percent. I know I'm not a hundred percent and I feel like I'm getting worse. I'm like, let's just head for the house, park it. And at that point I didn't even care how many miles I had and I was like, I don't know if I got enough for today or not, but I'm going home. It's time to park it. Yeah, I mean I I was counting the miles down and I was ready to be done and I got here and I had one fifty two and I'm like, I'm done. Um so kind of the thing is is I got to replenish myself because tomorrow I'm going out to meet NC Stoney and we're going out to Clarksville, Virginia for lunch. So very nice. So I'm going to whip off about about a hundred and a half tomorrow again. So very nice. So we're going to get that done. Yeah, that's that's a perfect segue. And like we said in the beginning of the challenge, my idea of riding for this was was to do something. You know, get out and see something or meet up with people. You know, friends and and John, you and I did that last Sunday. That was awesome. Meeting up for lunch. Oh yeah, that was awesome. But other than you, your uh, directions didn't work very well. No, and the ride home, which we have to get back to, but <laughs> but I, we have to share with the listeners. I mean, we've talked that I've known you for like twenty years. Yep. yep. Um, since college, in fact, it's up to, I think it's up to twenty-two. In fact, I 22. think twenty-two. I think it's twenty-two because I got to remember that I I I went went to uh, no no twenty-one. Because I went to, well, is it 94? Yeah, 95. It was 95 because I graduated in 94. Um, and yeah. then I started in the lab. Um, After one year. Yeah, in like the third semester of uh, school. So I started there in 90, summer, you know, spring of 95. Yeah. So the, the, the whole point of mentioning that is that John and I historically, if we're going to meet up, you know, because you're three hours away, one of us usually travels the distance. Yep, we do. Aside from like a work trip where I would just stop by and then keep going, this is the first time we've gone out, yep. you know, met up for lunch and then parted ways like in the same day. And it's, I'm like, really? That many years? And we've never like just met up for a beer and headed home? <laughs> yeah, we, we've never done it. And how long have you been down here to Charlotte? I mean, Charlotte, you've been 10 years. Here, 10 years. 10 years. So 10 years we have not done in that. We've always talked about, hey, we should do it. Yep. And we never done it. Now we can do it. We know where to meet. You know, kind of got the ideas of what we can do. Yeah, it's yeah. an it's a real nice meet in the middle because it's about seventy seventy five miles each. One yeah, way, you, one way. You got you got about eighty. I think yours is eighty, and mine's just about seventy. Well, so only, gotta, only because I took the interstate because of my damn phone sent a stupid combination. <laughs> But if you do do that, I know where we can meet again. We can meet at that flea market. Yeah, right. And then you can you can throw more stones at me as you go peeling out of the parking lot. That's what I was going to say earlier. Is that you know talking about the spider? I I threw rich stones. Now did did the traction control like or anything come on when that happened or no? I don't I don't think so because I didn't gun it. I kind of knew it started slipping, so I let off. Yeah. In this flea market, it's gravel, and we're getting on this highway. That's a 55, and you get going, and I twisted the throttle. Next thing, you know, stones went back, so I let off, did it again, and away yeah. we went. I was worried about you. I was worried about you getting out. Yeah, no, I was. I was just laughing. I was like, "Look at that roost coming off of that thing." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Very that's cool. cool. 
yeah, lunch meetup um, with John first time and and still, man, I got to say, on the bike, that's cool stuff. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. That was a cool day, go riding, had a nice uh, dinner at um, Kickback Jacks, which is, in, uh, eh, we can give a little call to them, it's in Asheboro. They do a Thursday night, uh, biker's night, yeah. bike night. And, quite a few bikes there, too, that day. Yeah, yeah, there was, so that was pretty cool. So, that yeah, I think that's kind of a good meeting spot. Is there any other places to eat in town there, or is that kind of it? Oh no, there's a whole there's a whole mess of places in that area. Oh, okay, and I we got and we got to hit that museum. Yeah, you got to do we got to do that on a Saturday. There's a uh, a Harley restored museum that uh, NC Stoney told me about. So, and he'll want to join us one day when we do that too. When okay. he, he kind of threw that out, that he'd love to go with us. All right. Well, and apologize, it's been a long delay. Are you drinking anything? Um, I was starting to sip on something, but I'll stop. You'll stop. Um, so, so just not trying to do something different. I have a Johnny Appleseed hard apple nice. cider. Something. I didn't want anything beer wise. I just, or I had some, um, uh, the root beer downstairs or the ginger ale, but I didn't want anything sweet. Yeah. So, well, in spirit, I'm drinking a Sam Adams summer ale and depending on how I feel after the show, maybe I will have one. <laughs> okay. Maybe but in I the got, downshift. I got a big 32 ounce cup of water over here that I'm jugging down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can tell I'm still dry because a lot of times for the show, I'll have a 16 ounce glass next to me. Right. And if I finish it during the show, I'm like heading for the bathroom afterwards. Right. So this thing's about two thirds done and I feel nothing. So All right. <laughs> maybe another glass after the show. So, so uh, since we're talking about the podcast challenge, did you get any writing in Texas? No, I did not. And what happened? I'm kind of. What happened to that cute person at Harley you told me about? Well, here's kind of what happened. So, of course, I went, traveled for my day job uh, down to Plano, Texas, which to me felt like Dallas. It didn't seem like any difference between Dallas and Plano, but I guess it was right there. And it was. 105, 107 was like the temperature during the day. So that already sort of had me going, hmm, do I really want to do this? And also I planned to get there Monday, which never happened because um, I missed my flight and then I stand by. And of course, this was the Monday when Delta was grounded everything. So couldn't get on another flight, flew out late Monday night. So that kind of messed me up because I would have you know, picked up the bike Monday or Tuesday, you know, and, and did some riding. So now I'm down right. to basically, okay, I can get it Tuesday afternoon, you know, ride before the cutoff and after, and then maybe a little bit the next day, but then it's going to have to go back. But my boss's boss came into town <laughs> and no. decided to take everyone out Wednesday night. Oh, So I was like, if I get this bike Tuesday night, it's going to be a struggle to finish what I have to do get the bike back, which turned out was 30 minutes away from the hotel. I thought it was closer. Okay. And then get back to dinner. I'm like, that time's not going to work. And it wasn't meant to be anyway, because Tuesday when I actually went to pick up the bike, I didn't make it. I got stuck in traffic and I called them and they said, well, last bike goes out at six. It was 10 to six and I was still 15 minutes away or so. So okay. I was like, ah, forget it. But all right, well, like you, you least said, you tried. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you kudos. You at least tried for me. 
I tried, yeah. And the pricing wasn't what I thought it was. Um, I mean, I'll give a little call out to it. It's called uh, Sport Rider Rentals in Texas. And we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes. They had this thing called a mileage saver, which was, I thought was $79 a day with up to 100 miles. That's kind of how I read it because it was about 150 a day for most bikes and you got 300 miles. So when I talked to them, they said, no, it's different. Like it's $79 a day and you get no mileage, then you get charged like 10 cents a mile or something. But there was a charge per mile mm. on top of the $79. So I'm like, well, based on what I'm going to ride, that's dumb. And now it's going to cost me 150 bucks. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like what U-Haul does. Yeah. So Get your truck for your rental for twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, but you got to charge your miles. So that was kind of my dilemma. It's like, do I want to spend $150 in this blazing heat trying to rush the schedule to keep riding for the challenge? And finally, I was like, no, I'm going to yeah. just be out three days, which turned out to be four. Or was it three? No, three, because I got a little, little in Monday yep. when I came back to the house. <laughs> yep, you did. But see, the problem is, Rich, you won't get to have this nice trophy on your uh, 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 on your desk, you know. I know, and that thing looks cool, man. Yeah, well, we'll we gotta keep this. We're keeping it under wraps, everybody. Yep. But I will. I got it officially back from from the uh, construction people today, and uh, you know, my got that all back, and we'll give props to kudos, calls out when it's done, and who uh, helped us out with this trophy, but, you know, yep. it's pretty awesome. Absolutely. So what kind of, you know, trans- transitioning away from my debacle in Texas, what kind of riding have you been doing mainly? Like you've been riding at night or just scooting out during the day? Like what's what's been your focus? So I've been mostly doing kind of the night time. After about 6, 7 o'clock, I get out to ride. Um, kind of something close around the house to do a little loop. I mean... I know your goal is to get out to go someplace, but unfortunately, between getting home, letting dogs out, you know how it is. Because I mean, people, dogs are somewhat like I won't say like kids, but they kind of are. I won't say completely, but you know, they yeah. do have to go outside, and you do have to give them attention, and so have to deal with that. The wife's been working late, getting home late, so it's kind of been one of those hard things. So, you know, so I get out and I do this little. I have a couple of little loops. I go down this um, 751 down by Jordan Lake. It's a pretty cool little two-lane road that goes down by the lake, so it's kind of nice. And I get on 64 and go down. And I, I, That's usually what I do. Or if um, the other thing is, is last week, um, let's see, it was Thursday, Matthew rode his bike in, and so we went out and did a, a big, about 60-mile ride uh, at lunchtime. Nice. And uh, so we did that together. Um, <clears throat> he had a couple of mechanical issues. We get to the gas, kind of talking about it, working on a 35-year-old bike he has running, you know. So, oh, man, oh, man. I mean, it's just, it's interesting. I give props to him for, if I was in his shoes, that bike had been long gone, but I give him props. He he's, likes the bike, and he keeps dealing with the problems he has. Yeah. Um, well, I've had, so, I've had quite a, you know, a rotation of bikes in the challenge. I've, I've done most of my miles on the deuce, but I've also ridden my KLR and, you know, today I had the Roadmaster at some point I'll mix in the R6, but you know, right. <laughs> I've had, I've probably got the most types of bikes ridden, you know, unless Kevin or Larry are, are doing demo rides or something. Yeah. So, so the, the thing is, is so, uh, 
his little breakdown was his battery died early in the week. So we pull in a gas station because I need gas. And all of a sudden his tack was running and the bike cuts off. Uh-oh. I'm like, great. Kind of push starts you now because your clutch isn't, you haven't fixed your starter thing. Well, lo and behold, the problem was, was the, um, when he put the battery in, he didn't put the connectors, the screws in tight enough. So he tightened those down, pulled it off, tightened them up and then tried starting it. And, and I kind of went over there and I kind of, while he was trying to start, I played with a throttle yeah. or just played with a throttle to kind of give it some gas to start and we got it going. So yeah, good. Like you said, props to him for riding an old bike, but, uh, um, so that's good. So it sounds like you've been, at least you've been riding with other people for, for some of it, at least. Yeah, I did that. Yep. Yep. And then today, I mean, like I said earlier, we we're going to do that and, uh, it didn't make happen to meet up with him. And so we will see what happens. And then tomorrow, as I said earlier, I'm meeting NC Stoney. I mean, you're more than welcome to come join along, but we're leaving, we're meeting at nine thirty. So. Yeah. So, well, that's good. You've been riding with other people and I, I don't know if I'll be able to to meet up, you know how things go, but I guess we should spend a few minutes talking about, you know, where we see the challenge going. I, I already can feel some changes on the horizon. So. Yeah. I, I, I think that we need to honestly come back and think about how to make some changes to allow people to catch up. Yeah. Well, two, two things I was thinking of, and I think we're going to have Mr. Hogan here in a minute, but just briefly, I think, the month was probably not great. August is probably not a great month to do right. this. And then I think we need to have some sort of way that every mile counts. Because as I look at the chart, I see miles being left on the table. And I think that 25 break off is, it's starting to feel a little awkward. So I think more like maybe we'll do a sliding scale or something and have every mile count. And then right. you won't be like, okay, I got 25. We'll just stop because I know I can't get 25 more you know, to get to the 50. So, right. So, so kind of my kicker would be is that we, uh, the other thing I'll throw out is I think the 150 mark is, is a hard mark is, is a high number for getting five extra points right now in the challenge. If you want my thinking, you're right. It's 125 more miles to get five more points versus those first five come pretty easy. Right. Gentlemen. Hoganator. Oh, oh, oh my God. Really? Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey Rico. Yeah. I, I need you to come back. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> yeah, we, we need you to come back. We, we need some miles. We need somebody that can get out and put some miles on these guys. Oh, here we go. That. Here we go. I heard that. You know, I heard that. You, you leave me with a slack ass here. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I knew he was going to be that way when I left him, but <laughs> I had no other choice. <laughs> Rich, I have to give you a little rubbing. Yeah, we're enjoying the we're enjoying the crickets, Rico. That's nice. Yeah, the adds to the ambiance, right? Of Rico out in the country. Well, it, we'll let you get settled over there, but yeah, yeah, John's been. John's been holding the the torch, so to speak, this past week because I I got drug away for work. I didn't get to ride much. Actually, didn't get to ride at all until I came back home. And then, you know, today I I tried to turn myself into a piece of crispy bacon, and <laughs> because I was one dehydrated and two, I was riding that goddamn blast furnace bike of yours. Holy yeah. crap, is that thing hot? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, that thing is. 
I, you get used to it. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so. So let me ask you a question, Rich. Are you going to go buy a Roadmaster? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. His, nut, his nuts are tender right now. So, <laughs> Well, I, I will say the all the creature comforts are nice because, you know, that just having that much luggage to, to throw stuff in. And, and, and I got to tell you, that windshield, Rico, that is awesome. Yeah. That clock works. Nice. So I, I left it down when I was just on like surface streets. If I was like under 60 mm-hmm. and then I hit the highway and immediately my head was bobbling around like I was a bobblehead doll. And I was like, huh, I wonder what happens if I raise this up. So I just hit the button, raised it all the way up. And it was like silence. Yeah. I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I needed. Mm hmm. I kind of wish I had that on the spider. And I was still looking over it, John. You know, that my beef yeah. with my windshield is I was still looking over it fine, even with it all the way up. And the air was so much smoother. Uh, I found I had to scooch down just a little bit to be like in the sweet spot. But overall, it was that part of the bike was really nice. And it was windy today, though. So I was, <laughs> man, was I holding on to that thing? I was like, whoa, where are you going, big girl? Where are you going? <laughs> Oops, there goes the call. Did you lose Rico? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anyways. Oh, John. So this thing, while we call him back, the heat from this thing was unreal. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. So, so you know when we're following Rico on the highway and he's got his legs out? Yeah. You know, in the spread eagle position? Yeah. Now I know why. To keep from getting your right leg burned off. So the interesting thing is, I do have that problem with my right leg getting hot. Yeah, but I found out it's not from the exhaust. Well, there was talking about the exhaust gas and stuff on the exhaust. It's not that. It's from where the sun's beating on my leg and just baking my foot. Oh yeah, especially if you got you have dark pants or light. Oh yeah, they're 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 dark. They're dark. dark. That's and that's the other thing. Kind of real quick on talking about gear. You know, most motorcycle gear is black or or kind of like a gray. They don't have nothing like really like a light color. Yeah, there's some adventure gear that's like light tan. Yeah. But yeah, think, most of it's dark. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not sure what the reason behind it, but. Everybody man. wants to be wearing the black hat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Joe's Pizza. There is. Can I take a large pizza, please? Yeah. So what what kind of bandwidth you got down there, my man? I didn't even check. Uh, it was four megs. Four megs, and it's spot it's it's spotty. Sometimes it fluctuates down to one or less. So well, I can check it right quick. But now, do you get hammered in prime time like we do here, like in the prime time evening? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. So this will be interesting. We usually record, you know, give a little background or a little behind the scenes. We usually record around starting at like nine nine thirty p.m. Eastern time. So for Rico, that's going to be seven seven thirty. So it'll be interesting to see what your connection is like. You know, being a little earlier. Yeah, let me see here. Because uh, we may finish by thing. nine o'clock your time. Right. Yep. But yeah, don't do that while we're recording. It'll kill it. It's about to kill it. Yeah. So yeah, John, you've been giving me grief, and rightfully so. I'll. I'm going to try to step it up this next week. I I have a feeling come September, I'm going to be really busy, but I might be able to get some good mileage in the next couple of weeks. So what do, 
what are we, John? Halfway Monday, right? Yeah, it's halfway Monday. And and I'll be losing a couple of days, unfortunately. Yeah. So let's give a little update on the points as of now. So we're recording this on Saturday night, August 13th. And the points are in for today because the cutoff is 8 p.m. Yeah. E- Eastern time or midnight uh, UTC. Correct. And it looks like Throttled is sitting with an average of 85 across their two riders. Correct. And wow. 73 for us, which is 12 back. Really? And then motorcycle men are sitting at 23 with uh, 50 points behind us. Oh, so 50 the, points. So, so they're 62 back from the lead. Yes. Yeah, we're not yeah. paying anything for second place. Yeah. Wow, Rich, you need to get on the ball there, but. <laughs> No, I need to get on a bike. Yeah, that something. <laughs> but we, no matter what it is, you need to ride it. <laughs> I know. Hurry right? up about it. <laughs> we we were joking be, before you clicked in, Rico. That so far I I've logged miles for the challenge on mostly the Deuce, a couple of rides on the KLR, one on the Indian, and I said next week I'll mix in the R six. <laughs> Maybe I can get an award for like the most bikes in the challenge. Right, the most bikes ridden. <laughs> Yeah. The diversity point or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's been good, but, but yeah, I, she, I was, I'm no, sorry. I was just going to say about the, the roadmaster Rico, mm-hmm. bless your heart. As they say in the South, I don't know how you ride that thing in the heat. Yeah, I mean, it's brutal. It, I tell you the truth. It, it, it really is. And that's the only complaint I have about that bike is just, it's hot. Even with the, the, the engine guards there, it, it dispersed it a little bit better, but it's still hot. It's still hot. What I'm going to try to do uh, uh, next oil change is use that. Um, that um, so You're not using synthetic oil? Um, yeah, I'm using synthetic oil, but I'm going to use a, uh, uh, what's the name? Ames oil. Ames oil? Ames oil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Ames oil. I'm going to use that in there. Supposedly, that helps run a little cooler, so we'll see. Um, so, you know, before, before I got here, I changed the oil, so it'll be fresh for Barber. Yeah. But, uh, in hindsight, uh, I'll, I'll switch over to, uh, Ames oil. Fresh for Barber. Are you sure? So you got, you got a few weeks yet. (laughs) 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 Talking about that number of miles, I'm about ready to hit 4k. Really? Already? Yeah. Yeah, John's been an absolute riding animal. I mean, without him, you know, our score would probably look like the motorcycle man. Sorry, guys. Come but, on, Rich. Yeah. Come on, Rich. I, I but that, that's cool. That, 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 you know, that makes it interesting to see, though. So, you know, keeping uh, everybody yep. engaged and everything. So that's cool. I mean, you know, it's fourth quarter. What is it, fourth quarter now? Two minutes to go. <laughs> no, it's, no, no, it's, no, it's half halfway. Time. Monday. Half time? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. We after Monday is halftime. So, you know, it's, we, right. we got to have a meeting. We got to get our head in the game. You know, we got to focus, watch some tape, deflate some balls, and go get it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> is, right. that, isn't that the winning formula? <laughs> That's it. We can do yeah. it. We can do it. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, John. <laughs> no, no, that's 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 what's got to be done here. So we're having our little pep talk right now, Rich. This All is right. your pep talk. All right, get get on that horse and ride. Get out sure. tomorrow and do 150 miles. You need 150 from me tomorrow. Somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes, yes, I can. Yes, I can. All right, good job. 
So yeah, what what else is going on, Rico? I, I'm I'm going to guess that you haven't ridden since you've been there. No, but today, get this, guys. Today, I'm pulling out onto the main road here, and this uh, green and black ninja goes roaring by. And as soon as I heard it, it put a big smile on my face because <laughs> normally, normally I see like one twenty fives, two fifties riding up and down. Yeah, um, two thirty-four, and uh, when I saw this ninja, man, it sounded great, and I was like, "This guy is about to hit it hard." And as soon as, by the time I got pulled out on the highway, got up the hill, he was gone. Wow! And and um, this this road that I'm on, this main road, it's like the Dragon Tail times five. It's just ridiculous. Holy cow! And, uh, yeah, it and it's uh, about a half hour uh, ride down the mountain and a half. I'll ride up the mountain. So either way you go, it's dragon tail, dragon tail territory. Wow! And it, it wow. it's 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 amazing. And I wish I had a motorcycle, especially the crotch rocket, to do this this mountain. You got to get us a photo or something, or maybe take your GoPro next time you get down through there. I'm gonna wait a step ahead. You already got video. Nah, <laughs> that's my boy right there. <laughs> man it's just gonna take 10 days to transfer the file probably oh yes it it will take that long you might want to mail it (laughs) put it on a thumb drive you gotta get there faster for sure (laughs) oh that's cool stuff so i know i know a little bit that you kind of were peeping some bikes to maybe pick up down there anything serious or are you just fishing well, I'm fishing right now, but the one I sent you, and uh, excuse me, as I switch over to the um, website here so I can pull it up and be as accurate as possible. And chew up your bandwidth. Right. <laughs> At the same time. It's by CSC Motors. Now, is that a, it's, is that a Chinese motorcycle? Because it basically, looks, yeah, it looks yeah, like a yes. knockoff. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's kind of like a Yamaha Ducati looking-ish. I thought it was a Ducati the first time I kind of glanced over it. And uh, it has uh, store uh, luggage bags, hard saddlebags on it front, no, both sides in the tail, like a tour pack on the back. And um, what are you looking at, has, Well, this particular one is the uh, CX3, and it's a 250. Yeah. Yep. Is the yeah. RX, RX3? RX3, yep, Adventure. Okay. Mm-hmm. CSC. Yeah, look, I've never looked at these before. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, they look pretty cool, right? It looks like a little baby BMW GS. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. That's probably what they but, were going for. Probably. And um, you could, you can't really tell that it's a 250, but it is. But uh, for... You know, thirty eight hundred bucks. I mean, why not? Brand right? new, thirty eight hundred. Brand new, brand new. Holy cow! Exactly right. <laughs> now, now, can you get it down there? Can you buy it in Costa Rica? Or yes, uh, I can. Yep. Okay. Sure can. So even look at the luggage. So the the main sort of the main company in that space that makes luggage is called Toratech or Tortec. <laughs> Their luggage is called Torfella. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks just like it. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. Yeah. Yep. And they've got a, an RZ3 that kind of looks like a cross between a Yamaha R1 and a Ducati. Yeah. With gold forks. Wonder are they really what if they're really show of forks or they're painted? 
It could be painted. Who knows? And then you get the then you get the RC three, which looks like your R six there, Rico. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of uh, 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 Kawasaki's down here, but the smaller version. Every now and again, I'll see a Harley. I'll see a crap uh, a limited. Oh yeah, like or, big touring bike. Yeah, the big touring, or I'll see a. Um, I saw an actual cruiser. I think it. Uh, it drove by so fast. I can't remember what it was, but it's a, it was a cruiser. Guy had his daughter on the back of, and he had some soft saddlebags on it. So I couldn't really tell uh, what it what it was. But hmm. um, so you see a couple Harley scattered um, as you're riding. But uh, this is uh, biker's paradise, really. Uh, whether you're in adventure touring type of uh, mode, your sport bike mode, uh, you're in a scrambler mode. I mean, a scrambler would just be oh yeah, meow here. Now, what's the what's the temp down there? So now it's it's fairly tropical, but is it just like a steady steady eighties, or is it hot? Like what what is it? Yeah, it fluctuates, which is kind of weird. Um, where I'm at, it sits about eighty. Uh, sometimes it drops down about 75, but I'm up, I'm kind of like in the middle of the mountain for the most part. And uh, so I get the fluctuation of the, the wind coming off the, the, the ocean and the the cold air coming off the mountains. So I got this nice little pocket. And it's basically why we picked this, this area, because it, it's a lot cooler than being on the coast, the D- Dominical. So if you ride down, you know, 10,000 feet, not 10,000, but 8,000 feet, you know, it's almost 20 degrees hotter when you get down there. So you're at ele- elevation then. Right. Yep. Yep. Is that, is that where you're at? 8,000 roughly? Uh, I believe. Yep. Roughly. Yep. 8, wow. A big mountain for such a small country. When you look, when you look at the <laughs> yeah. map, you're, you don't and, and it gets higher. Yeah. And I'm only halfway and it, it gets, it gets a lot taller. So, um, yeah, I guess if you go further north, right, uh, it gets a lot colder. You know, you have to wear have a sweater or a jacket where you're at all times because it, it dips pretty good. And a lot of guys that, that come down to the coast, you know, I sit and talk with them. It's like, yeah, I sit by my fire with my blanket, you know, at night. That high? But, uh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, whatever. I don't want to have to do all that. I want to be somewhere where it's still tropical. I get... Uh, Nice tempered weather, which I think we found that nice little pocket, which is nice. Awesome. Well, it's good to hear from you. This, this is, it's been a couple of weeks since we've talked, so I, I can't wait to get into the downshift and tear it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, man. We yeah, missed it's, you. Uh, yeah, I missed you guys too. And trust me, I wish I was in the U.S. on on some days because you know things here are a lot more expensive. You know, like a. a, a a weed whacker, for instance, you normally would run you three, you know, three hundred bucks. It's seven hundred, eight hundred bucks here. Wow. So yeah, it, it hurts. Anything electronic or garden wise, it's it's more expensive. I think because you have to ship it all here, but uh, hmm. you know, you have to make those border runs. I guess the Panama's, I guess, is the place to go when you need something. So um, that's where I'll have to go to get tires for the truck and. Yeah. X, Y, and Z for the house. So I'll make a border run. And I, and I thought Panama was a little further away. And actually, it's only two and a half hours, Well, which is nice. So I can do that in an afternoon, get there and get back, you know, that type of thing. 
So when you get your Roadmaster down there, you'll scoot down to Panama, get some stuff, and head back. Be a yeah, nice day yeah. ride. <laughs> exactly. Now I'll rack up the miles. Yep. For the next was, challenge in May. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we need you, Rico. I hear you. I see that. I, you know, I see the emails flying back and forth. But I just kind of giggle um, um, as these are things are flying back and forth. And you know, by yeah. the time I, if I want to reply, I have to do it before I leave the house because once I leave the house, I get I, get, I have no internet. And um, so a lot of times I have to catch it on the way back since we're out and about a lot. What well, I'm out working on a lot, yeah, uh, chopping or whatnot. So you know, it is what it is. It's stuff. Yeah, yeah. And just so you kind of. Re- uh, Kickback, not sure if you know, but I was on a motorcycle men's show last time. Shut up. Really? How'd that go? Yeah. What Rich had didn't go bad. It went pretty good. So it's episode thirty-three. So while you're out there chopping some wood, go download it so you get an hour of you know me talking about the spider. Awesome, awesome. Will do, my friend. Will do. And how is Ted and Chris and uh Tim? They're good. Yeah. Awesome. They weren't bad. I um kind of uh didn't get much ribbon as I thought I was going to get. Um and and Chris kind of understood why I went with the spiders cuz I had a four-wheeler pass so he could understand that. So that was kind of cool. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. So, awesome. Awesome, awesome. So what else is new, guys? Well, yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, show-wise, we were mainly just wanted to do a quick update on the you know, the motorcycle podcasters challenge. There's a couple of news things kicking around out there, but you know, I think this that's pretty much all we had. Just a nice update on this. We're we're glad you joined in and you know, I'll get a beer and we'll go downshift. Uh, I missed it. Yeah, I bought some beer. I found um finding all these little pockets of uh craft beer makers here. So which is nice. So I've been chugging <laughs> as much craft beer as I can find to find that 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 one. And um I'm still on that search and I'll let you know once I find it. Cool. So, so, Rich, since we still have Rico, you want to talk, continue to chat about the uh, thoughts for the challenge for next round? I mean, even though he's not in it, he could. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I guess we should probably give him our thoughts and then, because I don't know how close you've been following it, if you've been looking on Eat Sleep Ride at all, Rico, to get the updates or not. No, I haven't. Keeping up on that. Yeah. No, no, I haven't. Yeah. We can can say, again, we talked about a little bit earlier, but mainly we're thinking. The months will probably change. August was probably a bad idea. So I'm thinking May will be the next one, and then possibly October again, if we do it twice a year. I think that'll be a good split to kind of, you know, keep it fair. I think May is the kind of the unofficial start of riding in the Northeast, and I think October is still good riding in the Northeast. We'll stay away from the heat of summer and start of school and all that stuff. I think that's kind of the change number one is wrong month. <laughs> yeah. Well, also maybe not just do a month. Maybe do it across multiple months. No, you know, not, no, no. Okay. That's too long. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think a month yeah. is is probably going to be about right. If if even if we don't shorten it a bit. So I was listening to um, the last two episodes, and um, John, you were yeah, mentioning man. that I started to feel like a little chore. Uh, when you're yeah. getting out and you're doing those 25 miles an hour, and I was just curious to see what have you done to uh, to to mend that. I, I I guess it's my mindset. I've kind of been into um, some of the nights I haven't been that week. The previous week it was kind of like a lot, and then this past week it wasn't as much. Um, what really I think helped was Thursday. Matthew wrote in, 
and I went with lunch on him. So that got me a good, you know, miles one day. Um, and then today I was going to go over and meet with him. As I said previously in the show, uh, meet with him. And I think that kind of changed the mindset. But as I said, uh, near the end, I was, I was starting to realize that I needed to get home. Um, yeah. I was starting not to focus and stuff. And I was just like, I'd got to go home. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of it has to come to this, as I go back to my mindset, is I have to have someplace in mind I got I got to go. I have to go someplace. Right. And, right. and I agree with Rich that the 25 mile, uh, yeah, we need to do something with reducing it. So every mile counts no matter how many miles you do. Yeah. Or all miles count. There is no set limit. And then. You're right. Yeah. It's not so much that I want to get rid of the 25. It's just. Um, Every mile, like you said, every mile will count and it'll just be a sliding scale. And maybe we keep the same sort of breakdown. Like instead of doing points, we'll just count the miles. So for the first 25 miles to keep the spirit of riding every day, it'll be one for one. So 25 miles, you'll, the first 25, you'll log 25 miles, but then it'll start to reduce. So then maybe your next 25 or 50 miles, you might only get like three quarters of a mile for each mile you travel. Does that make sense? And yeah, I mean, I'm like a lot of math <laughs> when you when you're trying to do it with points and everything. But okay, no, we, yeah, we'll just we we'll throw it in a spreadsheet. It'll be it'll be automated. It'll be the only thing with eat, sleep, ride, or whatever we do. We just need the raw miles for the day. Like how many miles did you log by day? It'll just go into the formula, and it'll take care of it. But I'm just thinking that way. Every mile counts. It just slowly and slowly counts less as you ride. You know, those first few miles are going to count more because we still want to motivate people to ride every day. And as you ride further, every mile still counts. They just count a little less the farther you ride. And then at some point, it'll drop off. Maybe even 150, it'll still go to nothing. You know what I mean? That once you hit 150 miles, they we stop counting them. Because I, it, it's kind of a safety thing, too. Like, I don't want people to feel they need to ride outside their comfort zone. And I also still don't want people to do a thousand miles in a day and completely upset the challenge. Well, I think the other thing you might want to look at rich is do it not by daily, but do a weekly miles and, but then reward people, um, with consistency of riding, with the consistency of riding. Like if you rode three days consistency, you get point these X points, you get bonus, like a nice bonus point and then five and seven. So like for you, you missed three days this past week. But tomorrow you could go out and you could whip off four hundred miles. Just saying, you could do this if you, you know, or if you had something planned. Um, and then you kind of not get those three days. You don't get hurt. Yeah. Well, and I guess the but other thing you, is, right now it, it it does stop at one fifty. So there's no point in riding four hundred miles tomorrow because. Well, it's not. We'd have to look at it's not per day. It's by a week. If you went to a right, weekly right. total, then then you one. Your 150 goes out the window. You could go to 150 times five, times seven. Oh, for sure, yeah. And that's your total for the week, but you don't get bonus points. I mean, that's that that'd be the heavy favor is you get bonus points for the consistency. Yeah, so I, I can see some changes that would sort of, I don't know that it would make it better, but it would sort of change the way we think about how we ride. And I think that kind of the spirit of the of the change here that I'm thinking of is that every mile needs to count. In some fashion, and and then maybe another idea is, and to do a topic that you went on to, is to get people to go to places 
get bonus points if you go to um, let's say you go to OMB to a brewery and you you visit that for you know you get bonus points for that for that one month or another idea idea is a history a historical place yeah well i also thought about the social media aspect like i started doing a post daily which i fell off after like day 3 sadly right. but um you know points for that you know maybe we'll come up with a hashtag for it or something and you know every time you post in social media if you use the hashtag that gets you something because that was another, that was also in the spirit of the challenge is we wanted to, to be shareable to kind of increase the audience engagement for all the shows involved. So that was, that was another one. Right. And I think the other thing that you're, we kind of talked offline and throughout is next time expanding it to more podcasts and or sure. yep. listeners. Have some of our listeners of our podcast join in on our team to kind of increase the spirit of the competition and help out. So you know, this is the first crack at this, and yep. I yep. think we're going to improve get, it. It'll get better and, and bigger from here. So that that's kind of the spirit of it. We're just going to put all these ideas in a hat. We're going to meet with all the teams when it's over and, of course, celebrate the winner. But then we'll also, you know, talk about thoughts on improving it. And then we'll have several months to, to hash it out. And then maybe by January of next year, we announce the next challenge for May. And then that gives us, you know, four months, four or five months to line up some additional shows maybe we get a sponsor maybe we can get some prizes you know just kind of make it bigger from here yeah so the does the loser have to wear the other podcast shirts t-shirts yeah that would be funny right? <laughs> <laughs> so when uh when uh kevin those guys lose and tim and they lose they gotta wear like a loud i love loud pipes right shirt or something like that <laughs> yeah we can write that into the the rules for the next one <laughs> So, yeah. so logistical question, Mr. Hogan. Yeah. If we started again in May, you think you'll be logging points by then? I sure hope so. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. I hope, so. I hope for your sake, you're right. I threw that, Rico. Yeah, because these roads are just, like I said, it is just, it, I, I just want a ride, a sport bike on these roads so bad. It's killing me. And every time I see a 250 go by, I kind of giggle inside, but, you know, you need a bigger bike here. And to really take it in, to really hit the corners the way they should be hit, and uh, because there's tons of switchbacks, there's tons of elevation changes, and a sport bike like an R6 would just Mm -hmm. be heaven. Of course, there, of course, of course, there's, there's, there's the, the semi truck and the dump truck. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, thing coming, you know that's that's you know that's kind of scary, but uh, for the most part, and there's no like a center line divider, so nice. <laughs> it, it throws that little challenge in there as well. But uh, if you're a good rider, this is where you want to be mm. for sure. Which Rico, I gave you props to. Oh, really? I'm motorcycle man. Uh, I gave you props for when you went to the Diamondback and you just took off on that Roadmaster. <laughs> <laughs> you're gone still i still remember that. we're on says rico rico yeah i'm here <sighs> rico uh, all right rich we'll just keep moving here yeah, yeah. i'm like come on get out of the way john let's go <laughs> yeah yeah i was going to let you go by but <laughs> well, so, so rico's the r6 want to make a relocation to costa rica yeah it's it's tough no. i tell you it's tough no it's tough 
No, Rich wants it. Rich wants it. So he wants to ride that. No, Bryce yeah. probably wants that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It is. I don't know what it is, man. That bike is calling my name because it's in the garage now. Did I tell you that? Is it? Okay, no, I didn't know. Yeah. I, I know you're you're just about to do uh, the, the the bleeding of the uh, the brake right. fluid. So how's that coming? Well, that well, I haven't done it yet, but that's why it's in the oh. garage. So I was like, ah, I, all my tools are up there. And if I if I make a mess, it's not technically like in the house. So, right, right. so I was like, ah, I'll take it up there. And boy, just, just firing it up and, you know, riding it up through the yard. I went down the block, like not even a quarter mile, literally just went down the block and back and, uh-huh. and parked it in the garage. I was just going, oh, I just, mm, oh, <laughs> I want to go ride this thing so bad. <laughs> I just I oh, I don't know what it is, yeah. and the sound of that thing is is really pleasing. I I never was a sport bike fan. I never even liked the sound of them, uh-huh. you know. But this one is just I don't know. It's just right. That yeah, nice little purr to it. Yeah, that that's a um, high mount MIG pipe. You know, it's from um, I think it's from France, but uh, it's a sweet sounding pipe and. Even the other, uh, when I when I first got it, even the other guys uh, that had R6s just, you know, I'd love to be behind me because they just like the rumble that it has and just the, like yeah. the sound. It's just, it's different and it's it's an aggressive sound, I, I think. And well, and it's, no it's not loud. That's the thing. It's a nice, mellow rumble, mm-hmm. almost a rumble, yeah. which I don't expect out of a bike like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. and I got to give you one more bit of props for your roadmaster the sound of that thing is just about perfect in terms of the volume the volume yeah 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 the volume is i mean it's just got a beautiful rumble it's got a nice sound on d-cell uh it doesn't pop as much as mine but <laughs> it sounds good and the it's just the, the volume is perfect that because mine is getting a little strained a little loud yeah yeah, I'm actually need to repack it. Yeah, I actually ordered the uh, quiet baffle and some new packing. So you, you did what? So for yeah, so for Barber, it, it may be a skosh quieter. <laughs> oh, so well, that's we'll good. Let you go in front, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm tired of it. You know, it's it's tiring. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you come back, you know, mainly from the challenge, you know, I go out and ride at night, and I mainly ride the highway around and mostly stopping at OMB. But, <laughs> you know, I go out, you know, do the quick rip and it's like, you know, my, my right ear shouldn't, shouldn't be numb with a full face helmet. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then trying to ride. You don't get, I'm, I'm surprised you don't get headaches from riding. Yeah. Riding yet. And trying to sneak out of the neighborhood at night and come back. It's like, oh, that's just obnoxious. Yeah. I would almost <laughs> rather take the KLR, which is still quite loud, but. You know, when you're just putting with it, it's not loud. There's there's no quieting of the deuce, even when it's idling, it's loud. <laughs> well, that's what you want to go to shotguns for. They, no, they've they've just gotten. They were not that loud when I bought it. Not even close. It's got to be like you know, like like Aaron told us, the packing has got to be blown out because they were not that loud when I bought them. Mm. Time for some more packing. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. so cool man well thanks for joining us i think we're going to close this down and let's move into the the downshift party what do you think sounds good let me go grab a beer all right you do let's that party i'll <laughs> close it up so 
Um, as always, I would like to thank our patrons for their continued support. And I'm happy to announce that the Loud Pipes first five is only one short now. So that's right, only one shirt remains if you would like to be part of the first five crew. Um, just head on over to our donation page and check that out. That's loudpipes.net slash donate and click on that Patreon image if you're interested in that. Show notes and links, including maybe an image or two from Mr. Hogan, can be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 53. And in addition to the show notes, you'll find links to leave us feedback, subscribe to the show, and follow us on social media. So it's been a while, Hogan. Shambhila. Kick stands up, right on out. All right. Take care, everyone. John? Later, all. This has been an R-Dub Studio production. Check us out at rdubstudios.com, iTunes, or Stitcher Radio.